Susanna Polo, um, and I've never watched Lost, and I will never watch Lost. My friends Rachel Rakoff and Phil Davis love Lost. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yes, sure. So, I have Whatever, to say. man. I have things to say about where we are in Lost right now. But. And this is Lost in Translation, a podcast where they describe the events of Lost to me, episode by episode, and I get angry. <laughs> I can even detect a little already in your voice. <laughs> so, let me tell you about season two of Lost. So, season one of Lost, as we discussed when we were going through season one, had what I called the rough middle. Season two, I have decided, has the weird middle. <laughs> and that's where we are right now. I've had, I've had some weird middle nights. Some like... nights where I just had a weird middle <laughs> and had to deal with it. Well, this is, a, this is a weird middle of a season of a television show. And Phil's making some faces. I was just making a face because I was impressed with how quietly Susanna put down her glass. <laughs> so on the, un- unrelated on to the same table as the microphone. It's yeah. important to put it down very quietly. And it was very we, expertly done. We who edit the podcast and do a terrible job anyway, thank you. <laughs> you should insert a bunch of clanking noises. I'm not going to do yeah. that. <laughs> I am Jacob Marley. <laughs> no. Is it Bob? Anyway, Wait, is Jacob Marley the one that they make up for yes, Christmas Carol? No or is it that's Bob? Bob Marley. Okay. Because of oh Ro- right. Oh yeah, that yeah. makes sense. That's a good joke, Muppets. I didn't get that one. <laughs> it's been like twenty five years. Didn't get that joke until just now. It's very good. You know why? Because they say Robert. Yeah, they do. Jacob and, and Robert, Robert Marley. Marley. It's right. very funny. Anyway, um, it's Christmas season, folks. Jingle. Go watch Muppet Christmas Carol. Jingle jangle. I mean, like, if no, you're you not should. into it, you shouldn't. But like, if you're not no, into Christmas, you, maybe you, you should. But. That's a no. I I don't Christmas, and that's a fucking great movie. <laughs> it is the best Muppet movie. It is also the best Christmas Carol. Sorry, it's fine. <laughs> My life. Was... But this is what this podcast is about, though. This is podcast. Lost. This is a podcast about Lost. Um, and we're in season two, episode twelve, and the name of this episode is Fire and Water. Fire plus water. Fire plus It's a plus water. sign. It's not, I'm assuming it's supposed to be and, but it's definitely a plus sign. Concatenation. How Devo. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Devo? I don't know. I don't know what you're referring to. Okay. <laughs> anyway. It sounds like a soundtrack I'd see on Spotify in, uh, my, in my, like, trance music I'm gonna, playlist. I'm going to start the timer. That I use for working. I'm going to start our timer, which has begun. Um, previously on Lost... Previously on Lost. Lost. That was bad. That was a bad one. That was very bad. Uh, Charlie has... Previously on Lost. That's... Worse. That's what it sounds like? No, absolutely no, not. So, I wouldn't know. No, nor- <laughs> You're not. representing it The way me. Phil normally does it is actually incredibly <laughs> what it sounds this like. Is, this is my new brand of gaslighting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um... Charlie has a stash of heroin. In case you forgot, yeah. Charlie has a stash of heroin. He's That's the only thing that matters. Is it still in a Virgin Mary? It, it is. But he has a bunch he, of them. Oh, he has a bunch of them? Yes. He's that, a bunch that, of Virgin case, Marys? In case you forgot. Does yeah. he have, perhaps, 72? I don't think is he has. Is that the number? Is I that don't. even the number? No. Of trombones? No. 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 Of, also, of the, the no. stupid, it's probably not. totally no. racist assumption about the Quran. No. No. 
He has none of. He's got like he's six. He's got like six to eight, I would mm-hmm. say. That's a, that's, I would say it's within that range of six yeah. to eight inclusive. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's start the episode. Wearing bunny slippers, a very young Charlie bounds down the stairs on Christmas morning. So I wrote, <laughs> the spirits right. did it all in one night. So we're right back here. We can't get away from it. Here's the thing. This is our holiday I wrote, episode. I did write because it starts. It starts in on this like weird angel painting, mm-hmm. and then shifts over. And I, for a moment, I was like, "Are we in a church flashback?" Nope, it's a house. So it's it's Christmas with child Charlie and this also Charlie. child Liam. Uh, he finds his brother Liam already under the tree opening presents. Charlie grabs a present and sees that it's for Liam. He grabs another. It's also for Liam. All the presents. In are fact, for Liam. they're all for Liam. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sad. asks, "Where are all of my presents?" <laughs> he, he does. It sounds. Oh, all I'm gonna get some real mileage. <laughs> it sounds. Phil's, it sounds. Phil's Dickensian street urchin accent. <laughs> it sounds. Where's all, all my presents? It's well. It was a lot more accurate yeah. the first time. The first I'm leaning couple. into it. Um, his mom enters and says, "Right over here, Charlie," and she starts peeling a big pile of blankets. And underneath all the blankets is a piano. Charlie gets a piano. Charlie's very excited about the piano. He's super psyched. His mom says, Father Christmas must know how talented you are. Uh, She says, one day he'll get them all out of there. Yeah. Um, Um, Play us a tune. All of a sudden, Liam is an adult. Yeah. Sitting under the tree. Playing with action figures, wearing a big diaper. (laughs) Wearing a giant diaper. And I think he's playing with a transformer. Yeah, it's a big old... And he's naked except for the diaper. Oh, It's very strange. Uh, And he says, you can't save your family if you don't play. And Charlie, uh, who is now also an adult, but wearing, like, normal clothes, clothes, uh, turns to play the piano, and we hear a new voice that says, Music! Music will never get you anywhere! Uh, And you see, (laughs) that's actually pretty accurate. It's just fading from Oliver Twist. (laughs) Suddenly there is a butcher shop in the middle of the room, and butchering Yeah, we see it. We see the lower portions of a person as they do. This is a really shitty drug trip. Butchering. (laughs) Anyway. Um, Some of the meat that he chops is actually like baby dolls. It's weird. Question mark? (laughs) Maybe. Um, Um, His mom and Charlie's mom and brother uh, tell him to do it. Like, play the piano, save us. Yeah, they say that he has to play the, the piano to save them. So all of a sudden he's... Playing the piano, and now uh, he's in an ocean. He's like on the beach in the surf. In the surf with the piano, which is a very Piano's bad piano place. It's not place. good. It's not good for the yeah. piano. Everyone here, it's a bad piano place. Yeah, don't put pianos there. Lost. <laughs> yeah. Um, he hears Aaron crying from inside the piano and tries to open it, but can't. Yeah. Is it an upright or a grand? It's an upright. It's an upright. Piano. Okay. Um, he then hears others whispering from the this tree line. This is very important information to me. I know. Listeners. Yeah. Um, he hears others whispering from the tree line and goes to investigate, but the and piano the gets piano carried away by the surf. Yeah. And he's freaking out. Uh, and then... Piano rescued from open sea. <laughs> <laughs> one day I'll get one of these. <laughs> it's, like, it's a callback to where we made all those jokes about jokes. the raft floating out to sea being rescued and making front page rescued. news. And then I'll being stuck there. <laughs> this is very good, Susanna. <laughs> Phil has a, I have a bad memory for memory. jokes. <laughs> uh, anyway, Charlie wakes up from his crazy fucking nightmare. Yeah. Um, he's flipping out about Aaron. 
Yeah, he rushes to go make sure that Aaron and Claire are okay, uh, but they aren't in their tent. He asks Sud if they're okay, and she says yes. They're right over there. Uh, Charlie looks on as Claire walks the beach carrying Aaron, and, and Locke approaches Locke's just them, hanging out, and brings there. Aaron a little toy that he made. Is it a piano? It's not. It's a it's a full upright piano <laughs> that he made out of coconuts <laughs> and driftwood. Yeah, he carried a it over. Piano. Yeah. Yeah, this piano washed up, and he took it apart, made a piano out of it. <laughs> Uh, Charlie glares at them with I mean, a million glare points. You could probably make a serviceable xylophone on the island. Or like a mar- marimba, marimba, I'd say. Yeah. Well, marimba, you need the tubes. Yes, you do need the tubes for marimba. Yeah. So, xylophone. Like a bamboo. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah. Mallet <laughs> percussion orchestra, Lon. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, Charlie backs um, into the darkness of the jungle with a sinister look on his face. Oh my god. With a million glare points. Yeah. I think but that's that's where we get lost. Yes, right? that is where we get lost. lost. I started taking note right, of where we he get the introductory like, he lost. Like, you know, like Locke horning in on his sweet baby action. On his, on, his, yeah. on his pretend his, baby. Yeah. Well, the baby is real. It's just got nothing to do with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... This is like earlier today when Rachel called a conference that she's going to later like a science fair, but real. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, Rachel, science fairs are real. If you believe it. It was about the science. The science is real. <laughs> anyway. Claire approaches Charlie sheepishly. Uh, he brought her some nappies that he Other made Other way around. Charlie goes Whatever. to Claire. Whatever. No, that matters. I wrote it down the right way. The scene begins. Yes. Charlie Charlie approaches Claire Claire sheepishly. (laughs) He brought her some nappies that he made for Aaron. Uh, Claire appreciates it, but there's a lot of tension between them. Yeah, she kind of doesn't want any of his shit. He starts asking about Aaron, and Claire's like, Why me why there's tension between them this particular time? Well, because of the... Mr. Echo Echo showed her all the heroin inside the Virgin Mary that he was carrying around. I couldn't remember whether they diffused that or not. No, no. no. She's... Yeah, she's still... Yeah. That's about that. Uh, Charlie wants things to get back to the way they were. Um, and Claire's the like, they were what before. the fuck? We weren't anything yeah. before. We were strangers on an island, and then we became friends. But, like, that's pretty much it. Give me some space, dude. Yeah. Charlie says, yeah, and now Locke's your friend, and Claire is exasperated. Yeah, because that's some middle school bullshit. Yeah. Charlie bids Aaron farewell and walks off. Uh, Cla- Claire said she needed space. Charlie acts like he gets it, but probably doesn't. He definitely doesn't. There's no chance that he does. Um... <laughs> Flashback. Addiction. Uh, Charlie looks at a baby through the window of a hospital nursery. It's a different, addicted to babies. It's yeah. a different baby. Um, a woman in a hospital gown walks up and hugs Charlie. Uh, they, I wrote that it's his brother's wife, probably. Uh, they admire the baby together. She asks where Liam is and slowly realizes that he's not there. Um, Charlie covers for Liam, telling her he's that... He's doing coke and music. Heroin. Heroin. Excuse oh, me. right. Sorry. Still heroin. Sorry. Um, um. He says that uh, Liam missed the flight that they were going to take, uh, so he's coming later, but Charlie got but there. But he's, he's on the next flight. Yeah, she asks him if Liam's okay, and Charlie says, he's great, he's a dad, uh, but slowly makes a very distressed face. Yeah. <laughs> then we cut to Charlie in his, I guess, house? Apart- apartment? apartment is what I put. Yeah, flat. I guess it's flat. Flat. Yeah, it's, it's small. That's cool. Um, we see Liam finishing shooting up on his couch. Yeah, he's all strung out on the couch. Uh, Charlie yells at him because he's supposed to be, like, cleaning up. And Liam says some drug addict thing about how he's not really using heroin. He just needed to get right. 
Um, Charlie gets mad at him and tells him to get dressed and go to the hospital. Uh, by the way, you have a daughter and named Megan. The, and, and they named her after our mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, Charlie says the name, her name's Megan. And Liam says, after mom? Yeah, dude. <laughs> In case the audience wasn't clear. <laughs> because that the audience that wouldn't be clear. I was yeah. clear on it. I knew it beforehand. Like, I was like, oh, that makes sense. It's better it's their mom's name yeah. from the way Charlie reacted. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, back on the island. Um, anyway, Charlie's sort of like, Liam, you're a dad now. You should get your shit together. Yeah. Yeah. Back on the island, Kate tends to Sawyer's bandages on the beach. They do some physical therapy movement of shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, Hurley, nearby, asks about the people from the tail section, who he refers to as tailies, baby. Boom! <laughs> we got it. So we're all um, in agreement. It's the frontos and the tailies. He calls them the tailies. Frontos. So, yeah, I yeah. love it. That's what we got. Um, Frontos, will, I think, is less likely to be borne out in the text. I don't think it ever is. Because it's them. They because the lost us. writers lack for imagination. Because, I, I feel yeah. like that particular suffix is a relatively recent mm, phenomenon mm, anyway. in our mm. language. Uh, Harley wants to know what Sawyer knows about Libby. Uh, Sawyer gives him a hard time about having a crush, and then Hurley storms off. Yeah, pretty much. Um... um Anna Lucia and Jack emerge from the jungle, and Sawyer remarks that they are, like, emerging from the jungle together a lot, and Kate continues to just, like, help Sawyer with his arm. Yeah. Elsewhere, uh, Charlie plays guitar on the beach. I wrote guitarly for you, <laughs> Susanna. What's <laughs> going to be? Which is a stupid joke you made I, earlier I appreciate, on the podcast. I appreciate you, Rachel. Uh, uh, he... He hears Aaron crying again, but can't find him. Uh, and he looks out at the sea and sees that his cradle is in the middle of the water. He calls for help, but no one's around. And then he swims out himself to, to get, get it. Um, so Locke made that cradle watertight, huh? Uh, Locke's very good. He, he built a whole piano out of a different piano. He, gets, <laughs> he didn't actually do that, Phil. That was the thing we made up. He it's, he it's manages to, to get the crib, to get to the crib, and then come back out of the water, like, with the crib and the baby. He saved him. Yeah. Um, suddenly... Why would you leave a baby unattended in a cradle below the tide line? Suddenly, on the beach, he sees the same weird picture of Unless it's a dream sequence. That we started, uh, that we started in the The opening shot. The opening shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but instead of being saints in, or not saints, or saints or angels or whatever, it's his mom and Claire. Yeah. In those positions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're wearing robes, they have halos, and the image is, like, post-processed to look like a painting. Yeah. Um, they tell him that the baby is in danger and that he has to save it. Only he can save it. It's very creepy. Yeah. They repeat this over and over again, and behind them a very small plane crashes and a dove flies into frame. Is it actually a leaf cut to look like a plane? No, it's not, but <laughs> it's I not. appreciate the a bunch the of smoke coming out of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, this 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 show is horny for plane crashes. Yeah. They put them in as much as they can. Hurley, uh, also in Renaissance garb, wanders into Biblical! Frame. Biblical garb! A Renaissance painting garb. Okay, sure. A depiction of biblical types. Yes. He wanders into frame and says, uh, Charlie, what are you doing? And Charlie doesn't know what he means. And then there's a cut, and it's the same conversation as before, but it's actually nighttime, and Hurley's wearing normally normal, like, Hurley stuff. Charlie was sleepwalking. And he asks Charlie what he was doing, and Charlie asks him what he means, like, what's going on? Uh, Hurley says, it's the middle of the night, what are you doing with the baby? Um, then we get a wide shot of Charlie, Charlie like, ankle deep in the surf, holding Aaron. Holding Aaron. Mm-hmm. He looks very confused and says he doesn't know what he was doing. Yeah. Um, 
Charlie, obviously, like, people come over and are kind of, because Claire's yeah, like, Yeah, we hear yeah, Claire shouting in the distance. Um, she comes over, Charlie gives Aaron to Claire, and Claire slaps him, because now he's, yeah, you know, sleepwalking and stealing babies in his sleep, which is never a good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not good. Charlie... Charlie sits there silently as the crowd disperses. Yeah, he's, he's kind of freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. Later, um... Hurley and Sawyer play blackjack. Uh, well, they don't so much play it as talk about it, I guess. Yeah. Um, Hurley asks a million questions about strategy to Sawyer's frustration. Um, Sawyer, Not sure what the point of that is. Sawyer uh, alerts Hurley to the fact that Libby is carrying a bunch of clothes, like, to be washed in the hatch. Mm-hmm. Um, he tells him to go talk to her, and Hurley says that he's waiting for his moment. Uh, Sawyer tells him that this is his moment, and then shouts, Hey, Libby! And retreats into his tent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, classic. Yeah. Classic. Um, Libby looks back and, and sees hey. only Hurley and says, uh, Hur- uh, Hurley's waving nervously. It's yeah. so cute. And Libby says, hey, yourself. Um. And, um, this scene is pointless. It's like, cute. It's, it's cute, but, like, it does nothing to advance the larger plot. Well, if that's the metric we're going to use, we have <laughs> sorry, to cut I'm several sorry. episodes out of the spot. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. In the jungle, Charlie waits for Locke to exit the hatch. Um, he asks him if he heard what happened, and... Locke has. Uh, Charlie starts to explain, but Locke interrupts him to ask, like, what he wants. Um, Charlie wants him to speak to Claire on his behalf. Uh, Locke asks him if he's using again, and Charlie gets mad. Is this... Hang on. I think this is my quote of the week, and it's, I forgot, It's a contender. And I forgot to write down the fact that it was quote of the week. Oh, yeah, no. This is, this is my quote of the week that we got here, mm-hmm. which is when Locke asks if... Uh, Charlie's using again. Charlie's response is, Kate's seen a horse. Nothing. Pretty much everyone has seen Walt wandering around the jungle. But when it's Charlie, it must be the bloody drugs, right? Which is an excellent point. Because it's true that, like, people see all kinds of crazy shit and no one else. It's a weird island. Jack saw his dead dad all over the place. Yeah. But also, Charlie's been doing drugs. Well, Let's, Charlie is in possession. Yeah. Charlie's in possession of drugs. Locke of a, is like... Of a, yeah. enough heroin to kill all of the things that appeared in everyone else's visions. Right. Um, probably the horse. Probably Locke, the horse. Charlie probably tells Walt. Locke that he and Echo burned the plane and that all the heroin was burned up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Locke thinks that's good, but tells him that trust is a hard thing to win back and it'll take time. And he should leave Claire and the baby alone for a while. Yep. Flashback. Addiction. On a film set, the members of Driveshaft... By by the way, okay, so here's the thing. This is quite possibly the best scene of it. Are they filming a drive day's night? No. A hard shaft's night? No. (laughs) Definitely not not that one. It's so hard drive's night. It's so far away from that. (laughs) Phil, please, please describe this scene. The members of Driveshaft try to shoot a commercial. Uh, Liam is in bad shape. They're in swanky robes, and they're in director's chairs that have their names on it. Yeah. Um, They are shooting an ad. Uh, Charlie asks him very skeptically if he can do it, and Liam says that he can. They resume the commercial shoot. Uh, Everyone on the crew is very annoyed. It is now take 53, and they have but 20 minutes until they're in overtime. Um, they receive their prop pacifiers and bags of diapers and remove their robes to reveal big old diapers underneath. 
They walk into a huge crib (laughs) and set to start shooting. And at at this point, I write, is this real life? It gets better. It does, in fact. Uh, The director calls action. You all, everybody, starts playing, and the three healthy members of Drive Shaft start doing a choreographed dance, which Liam is fucking up very badly. And here's the thing. They might be singing. I'm not sure. No, they are. They absolutely are. Good. We reach the first line of the song, and the words have been changed. It's now you all, every butties, the brand of diaper that they are advertising. Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> it is just unbelievably amazing. Wow. <laughs> Their choreographed this, this is, dance is yeah. very good. Yeah. This is without a doubt one of the most memorable scenes in the entirety of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, okay, I'm torn between two things. One, this is a genuinely audacious thing to have committed to film. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, this is about the most contrived example of past symbolism in a character's life becoming relevant in a current situation that, like, I, like, oh my god. <laughs> it's just... Charlie, Charlie is dealing with both his lingering heroin addiction and it's coming between him and being, like, a father to his child, which connects to this diaper shoot he did with his heroin-addicted brother who couldn't be a father to his child. Like, come the fuck on. <laughs> so amazing. thing is, though, there is a really big crib. And there's, like, big stuffed animals. And they're in the crib, and they're all in diapers. I've seen the Rugrats. So great. <laughs> but they're adult men yeah. with beards. Yeah. Like, like he's, a, he's a hobbit. You Does know? anybody at any point say Smash Mouth never would have had to do this? <laughs> no, no. They do not. They're very enthusiastic to be doing it. Anyway. Liam falls out of the crib because he's a bad heroin addict. <laughs> Um, um, the exasperated director <laughs> calls and, cut. And, 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 he's a, he's a, one of the, the worst point. babies. <laughs> he's huge, for one. <laughs> Liam is right fucked up and falls out of the giant crib they are in. This is the best scene of the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, the, yeah, the director says, that's it, we're wrapped. Charlie chases after him, trying to convince him to keep trying. Uh, the director tells him they were not his first choice, but were hired as a favor to their lawyer. What? I don't <laughs> that know. doesn't matter. I don't know. Um, he says uh, that if Charlie wants his advice, they should ditch that one, he says, pointing to Liam, because he's a bloody disaster. Uh, Charlie tells him they're not going to ditch anyone. That's his brother. And, and the director says, ah, oh, well, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I feel like they could have done the commercial with just the three of them. And it yeah, it would have been fine. fine. Anyway. I guess Liam's the front man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Charlie... Well, he writes the songs, Liam. Liam's the front man. Okay. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Um. It's very different from Oasis. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> okay, you have to keep going now. Uh, back on the island, Hurley and Libby do laundry together. Libby asks if the washer and dryer are newer than everything else in the hatch. Uh, Hurley says he doesn't care. <laughs> um, as she loads her clothes, Libby holds up a skimpy little top that she found and asks Hurley if she thinks she could pull it off. He uh, does not manage to respond. And she tells him that when a woman asks that, she's usually looking for some validation. Uh, Hurley gets a strange look on his face and asks if he knows her from somewhere, um, other than the plane. Uh, yeah, Libby, Libby says, you mean somewhere other than the plane? And, and she, like, she tells him to turn around as yeah. he tries on the top. 
Um, so she, she tries it on. Yeah, as she's trying it on, she tells him she can't believe he doesn't remember stepping on her foot. He stepped on her foot as he was rushing to get onto the plane. Um, she finishes putting on the top, and it's actually not that skimpy. Yeah, it's... I rushed to judgment. It's a pretty normal It looked top. much skimpier when she was just holding it up, but it's um, just kind of a halter it's nice. top. It's nice. It's purple. Uh, Hurley says he likes it. He also apologizes for stepping on her foot. He, like, he had no idea that he did that. Yeah. On the beach, uh, Mr. Echo is marking trees with a big piece of charcoal. Uh, Charlie asks... Uh, he walks up and asks what he's doing, and he says that he's marking trees. <laughs> and, yeah. and Charlie like, asks why, and he says, because these are the ones that I like. <laughs> <laughs> Which also was would have been a good candidate for Quote of the Week, but it's, I, yeah. that's so good. These are the trees he likes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Charlie asks him if he told Locke that uh, Mr. Echo gave him a statue. At the end of that last exchange they had, um, Echo isn't sure why he would have done that. Um, you know, Echo says no, but yeah. Charlie, Charlie tells him that, that Locke knows that they that he has a statue somehow. Probably because Echo and Locke are in love yes. and talked about it. Okay, Rachel. Um, Echo asks Charlie if everything's okay, and Charlie tells him about the sleepwalking and the dreams he's been having. And Echo asks for more detail about the dreams. He's actually listening to him instead yeah. of... Probably everyone else mm-hmm. who would be like, you're just crazy, or you're just on heroin. Yeah. Echo listens to him. Charlie tells him about the dreams in more detail. Uh, Echo asks if Charlie has considered that the dreams might actually have real meaning. Maybe he does need to save the baby. And Charlie makes a face of great realization. Oh my god. <laughs> uh... By which I mean, or Phil means, he greatly misinterprets this. <laughs> As we will soon find out. Yeah. Uh, at the camp, we see Charlie storming up to Claire's tent. I wrote he storms in. This is another yeah. instance of storming in. Yes, he storms in. Um, everyone is freaked out. Uh, Kate goes to intercept him, but he just slips right past her because Kate is tough, but maybe she actually isn't. Um, Charlie tells Claire that the baby is in danger and he goes on a brief but frantic rant and says that he needs to baptize Aaron Um, Aaron Aaron needs to be baptized baptized. and Echo can do it because he's a priest yeah Um, so that he'll be safe because right now like he's in he's in danger yeah Kate then remembers that she is in fact tough and gets Charlie the fuck away from Claire and the baby yeah Yeah. just completely drags him away yeah uh, when we then see Locke looking over all of this as ominous music plays. And he contemplates it dramatically. Yeah. In the jungle, Analysia builds a shelter. She's closer to people now. Yeah. She's got a bunch of thin branches tied horizontally between like nearby trees, but there's no covering yet. And Jack walks up with a tarp and tosses it to her and says, Here, for when it rains. <laughs> I missed that. Yeah, dude. Um, That's really stupid <laughs> and very funny. Okay. Yeah. Anna Lucia asks when Jack is going to tell him what happened in the jungle. Tell her, I guess. Yeah. Um, with yeah, the, he with told her conversation with the bearded with the, dude with Captain Captain Other. Captain yeah. Other. Um, he told her what the guy said, but not what actually made him turn around and come back. He says that they had a gun to Kate's head. Um, Anna Lucia asks if Jack and Kate are an item. Uh, based not nearly that delicately. We can't all be me. Well, I, I basically wrote, she asked if, they're, if he's fucking Kate, yes. which, she, which she doesn't say I believe either. his exact wording, her exact wording you, are, you, you hitting that. that. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. it's very awful. Uh, Ana Lucia's pretty weird, she's, I think. She's crude. Uh, yeah. She's but, rude and crude. 
And so, Sawyer's a party dude. <laughs> <laughs> so basically she's... she's Say it does machines. <laughs> she's... But, uh, but they're all terrible leaders. Yes, everybody leads poorly. Um, Jack seems surprised that Anna Lucia is asking about this. Um, Anna Lucia says, you know, plane crash, nice beach, you're hot, she's hot. It's what people do. Is then, Jack hot? No. No, 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 no. That's what I thought. Uh, Jack assures her. He looks her, like a mediocre white man. <laughs> Jack assures her that they are not an item. Yeah, he's like, I, no, no, he's, I'm not hitting that. They aren't fucking. Yes. Uh, Charlie is in the woods. He returns to his secret stash. He reaches down and retrieves a statue, and he holds it and looks at it for a long time, and then he drops it and stomps on it, revealing the baggies of heroin within. He picks two up and looks at them mournfully. Yeah, he's just he's just staring at those mm-hmm. things. Flashback addiction. Uh, Charlie is at home with his piano. Um, Liam. It looks like he's writing music. Yeah, he he's writing. Uh, Liam comes in from somewhere. Yes. Because I'm not clear where the door is in this apartment. Anyway, he's very forlorn. Yeah, he looks completely miserable. His wife has kicked him out. Uh, Charlie asks why. And Liam says that she thinks that he's dangerous because he dropped Megan. That's pretty dangerous yeah, when you're, not, dropping, not great when you're if so you're too, yeah, that you're yeah. dropping your baby. Uh, he has no money and no prospects and no idea what he's going to do. Drugs uh, are very bad and no yeah. prospects. Well, he's a washed up musician. And he it can't even be a musician because he's on so many drugs. Yes. Right, fine. Uh, drugs are very bad, everyone. Don't do heroin. Don't, yeah, don't, lost. don't do drugs heroin. Drugs are bad. Well... I think we can all pretty much say don't do heroin. I think yeah. don't we all know that heroin is bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Charlie tells him not to worry because he's writing again, and he thinks that this new song he's writing could be the one. So he plays a song. It's about two brothers. Well, that bit's kind of dumb, but it's a really nice song. He starts playing. It's actually really pretty. I liked the song he was playing. Yeah. Um, as he sings, the power of the music draws Liam out of his slumped-over state. He gets up and takes off his leather jacket and walks over to the piano to sit beside Charlie and get a better look at that music. Um, Liam starts harmonizing with Charlie, and Charlie stops playing. the music is written out there. Yeah. yeah. So that's how he knew what the words okay, were going to okay. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that really would have bothered me. Uh, he, too, thinks that this song could really be something. They could write all night, just like they used to. Uh, Liam puts his hand on Charlie's shoulder and asks, So, little brother... You got any? And yeah. Charlie makes an upset face. The mood is ruined yeah. because yeah. yes, he was like yeah. drugs, please. Yes, yes. you you holding drugs, and Charlie's like fuck. Uh, back on the island, Charlie is still holding the heroin He's when Locke emerges him. from the jungle. I'm disappointed in you, Charlie. He says as he walks towards him at a very brisk pace. You followed me, Charlie asks, as, as though he hasn't been watching this show. Yeah, as if that wasn't. <laughs> That's all Locke ever does. Definitely, definitely happened. Um. um he tells Locke not to get the wrong idea, and he, Locke says, what is the wrong idea? He said he destroyed them all, but he didn't. Um, he catches in him in his plain lie, Yeah, is what I wrote. Yeah. It's true. Uh, Charlie says he came out there to destroy the last ones, but Locke doesn't believe him. Yeah. Um, Locke takes out his backpack and starts loading all the statues into it. Uh, Charlie, Charlie is freaking out. Yeah, he asks what he's doing, and Locke says there was a time when he let Charlie decide... If he was going to do this himself, uh, but Locke is now making that choice for him. Yeah, your time to decide is over. Yeah, Charlie rips up the heroin in his hands to demonstrate to Locke that he doesn't care about the drugs, but Locke is unmoved. 
Um, Charlie um, reminds him about all of his island destiny. And is like, the island's testing me. The island is yeah. testing me with my drugs. I've not been taking them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Locke is unmoved. Yeah. As Locke walks away, uh, Charlie stops him to ask what he's going to do and if he's going to tell Claire. And tries um, to tell Locke that Aaron's in danger. Yeah. He says that if he tells Claire, then he's done with, then, like, Charlie's going to be done with Claire and he has to help Aaron. Uh, and Locke has to believe him. Locke tells him that he's given up the right to be believed and makes a very, he makes a very sad face. Yes. Yeah. Is it because of his friend Charlie's sorry condition or because there's a big island destiny plot that he has to stand to thwart? We'll never know. Um, Back at camp, Locke refills his water bottle. And Claire and Aaron come uh, up to him. Yeah. Claire wants to sleep in the hatch. Asks if she can sleep in the hatch for a little while with Aaron. Which I get. That makes a lot of yeah. sense. Um, Locke, though, reminds her that an alarm goes off every 90 minutes. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, less yeah. than that. E- effect- effectively. effectively every 90 yeah. minutes. And that's probably not great for a sleeping, a, baby. A sleeping newborn baby. And she's yeah. like, ah, fuck, you're right. Yeah. Uh, she understands and she's bummed. Uh, but Locke then offers to move his stuff down to the beach and stay near her and Aaron for a while. Uh, Claire's very appreciative. Mm-hmm. Claire then asks if Locke knows anything about baptism because of that thing that Charlie said. Um, Locke's not having it. Yeah. He tells her that baptism is about making sure that a baby gets into heaven should anything happen. Yeah, like it's it's spiritual insurance. It's not about keeping them safe in the world. Uh, Locke tells her that there's no danger. Charlie's obsessed with saving Aaron because he can't save himself. Tells her uh, that that he'll be back that night and then he leaves. Yeah. Um... It's the woods now. We, we're, it's at night. It's also. at night. It's in the woods. Yeah. And someone is gathering little bits of sticks. Yeah. We see someone skulking around in a hoodie. Um, a hoodie? Yeah, wearing yeah. a hoodie with a, a hood hoodie. up. Um, and they start building a small fire. How it remain for the island. Yes. Uh, Charlie emerges from the jungle you near Saeed. You can also tell that it's Charlie because you can see the stupid DS Oh, the finger ring. wraps. Oh, and the, no, yeah. the DS ring, the drive shaft ring he wears. That's, no. yeah. I didn't know he wore a drive shaft ring. They don't, it's, they don't really talk about it. It's just, it's just always a ring there. that says DS. Y- yeah. Uh, in like Maybe a, he just really likes the Nintendo's line of handheld gaming devices. It might be that also. It might be that. I he assume. Loves the, he loves the touch screen. But he also <laughs> really loves drive shaft. Yeah. Uh, anyway. He walks out of the jungle near Saeed, who's building something and lifting a big heavy thing, and he asks for Charlie's help. Uh, Charlie's like, now's not a good time, and storms off. Yeah. Saeed then notices a fire. A huge... Yeah, a big old fire. Brush fire. He shouts to alert the camp, and uh, they organize a firefighting brigade. Everybody, including Locke, goes to fight the fire. Yeah, um, because like it's moving towards yeah. camp. Yeah. Claire, on Locke's instruction, stays behind with Aaron um, and looks at the flames. Um, on the opposite side of her tent, Charlie stands looking at Aaron. He's making a face that suggests he's aware of the enormity of what he's doing. Yeah. And he just, he looks at the baby. Yeah. Flashback. Addiction. Still bad. Yeah. Charlie returns to his apartment to find his piano missing. And Liam, also his couch. Yeah. Liam walks out of a room and Charlie asks him what the hell has happened. Liam says he sold the piano. Uh, Charlie freaks out. And also... The couch and like there's a bunch of stuff in there that was yeah, just yeah. gone. Now. Yeah. Uh, Charlie freaks out and asks him if he used the money for heroin. And he's Liam saying, is annoyed and he says that he's clean and that he hasn't used in two days. Uh, Charlie's very incredulous. 
Um, Liam very accusingly asks Charlie how he has how long he's been clean. Uh, Charlie doesn't answer, but again asks about the money. Uh, he sold the piano and the couch to get money because he, he, he his wife wants to take it back. Right. Well, he wants his wife to take it back. Right. She was going to leave him, um, so, so he had to act. He had to act. She has an uncle in Sydney who can get him a job, and there's also a good rehab facility there, and he just needed some money to get to Australia. So... He says that he chose his family over, like, the drugs. Over his family? Over Charlie's And that's, that's, that's exactly how, what Charlie ends up saying. Um, he's like, I'm, I'm choosing my family, um, and I, I, P.S., I sold all your stuff to do it. Yeah. Because I'm an asshole. I mean, I guess, like... Liam says, for your, and then like, Liam for like your leaves. wife and child, like I guess, but it's still shitty. Yeah, like Liam leaves like right then, and Charlie's yeah. like, "What about me? Like I yeah. am also your family." Yeah, what about yeah. my family? Like, he says. Yeah. Um, back on the island, the fire brigade has the blaze under control, and Charlie makes his move. He's sneaky and quiet, uh, but Aaron starts making noise and gives him away. He is a baby. Yeah, never, never trust a baby when secrecy is paramount. <laughs> um, <laughs> She liked it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Such good advice. Yeah. Claire chases after him um, as he tells her that he's doing what must be done. Um, I don't think I actually said this, but Charlie picks up Aaron and starts walking with him towards the beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, um, he, he straight up steals him. Yeah. yeah. Um, Claire chases him, and uh, Charlie says that, that he has to save him by baptizing him. Yeah. Locke hears shouts and sprints back to camp. Um, um, by the way, Echo is there, and he's like, Echo, like, we, we talked about this. And Echo is like, says really gently and calmly, not like this. Yeah, he's making a face like, what the fuck are you even doing, dude? Yeah. As he says that. Um, Charlie starts yelling at Locke, uh, who are you to Aaron? Like, where were you when he was born? Yeah, where Locke, were you Locke when he was a, taken? A, a crowd, a crowd, yeah, a crowd gathers. Gathered, yeah. And they're all yeah. trying to be like, Charlie, yeah. give the yeah. baby back. Um, yeah, where, where were you when he was born? Where were you when he was taken? You're not his family. And then Locke says, neither are you, Charlie. Yeah. And, um, and Charlie looks around and sees that everybody is against him. Um, and, and thinks that he's batshit insane. Yeah. He assures Claire that he has to do this and he's not going to hurt him. And Claire says, you're hurting me, Charlie. Uh, um, Locke. This, this gets through to Charlie. Yeah. And Charlie gives. Locke slowly walks up to him because he's now defeated and gently takes the baby from him and gives the baby back to Claire. It's, and once his hands are free, he. It's very bad. Yeah. The he, whole thing, like, this whole scene is just like, oh, yeah. this is so bad. Yeah. Once his hands are free, he beats the absolute piss out of Charlie. <laughs> yeah. But just like three punches, but still. Yeah. yeah. The crowd disperses. Uh, I did think that was unnecessary. Like, I. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, I'm, I'm pretty against physical violence, um, and also then, like, Charlie collapses into the ocean and everyone just turns away from him. Yeah. I'm not, and they just leave him there, like, I'm not happy with that either. Like, absolutely yeah. don't steal babies, but also <laughs> don't, like, punch dudes really hard that they might be passed out and then just leave them in water. Yeah. That's also bad. Uh, in the daylight, Charlie sits alone on the beach, some removed from camp. Um, Jack approaches to inspect his injuries and looks at a big old cut on his cheek and tells him that he needs stitches. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. As he starts preparing uh, to fix Charlie up, uh, Charlie confesses to setting the fire, and Jack's like, yeah. 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 Obviously, (laughs) 
Um, Jack asks for some assurance they'll never do something like that again, and uh, Charlie tells him that he knows it doesn't matter, uh, but he never used drugs. Like, he hasn't been using yeah. drugs this whole time. He wanted to. He really wanted to, but he never did. Hmm. Um, Jack says that's not what he asked. And Charlie's like, no, I'm definitely not going to go and set this yeah, up Yeah, nothing like this anymore. will ever happen again. Um, and Jack starts stitching up his face. It looks like it hurts a lot. Yeah, it hurts to get stitched up. Probably. Again, a lot of shit has happened specifically to Charlie's face, and we see a lot. And he, this actor, whose name I keep forgetting, Dominic, Dominic Monaghan. Yeah, he's very good at acting because he's very good at being like at getting me to believe that he's in horrible pain on okay. his face when shit happens to it. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, in the burnt section of forest, Echo surveys surveys the damage. Uh, Claire approaches with Aaron in arm, and she says that Charlie told her he was a priest. Um, he says he didn't tell Charlie to do what he did. Uh, and Claire she, is like, no, that, that, that's yeah. pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Uh, she wants to know if he can baptize Aaron. Um, Echo tells her some stuff about baptism. Uh, Claire says that she hasn't been baptized and asks if that means that should something happen to them, they wouldn't be together. Uh, Echo says, not if I baptize you both. Um, we then see Locke in the hatch. Echo's not even a priest, so... Well, he kind well, of is. He, he did get... He is, like, ordained in the... Like on paper. On jungle paper. religion? On, no, on, on paper. paper from his flashback. Oh, the, the, he thing? was like a yeah. yeah they needed they needed to be oh, officially priest. priests that's, on paper. That's not no, that he's still not a priest. You try telling that to the Nigerian air traffic control. They've got I several will, documents still. to back you Maybe up. I will anyway. Um, and, and, and he was speed <laughs> and he was very re- and we know he was very religious before he went yeah. with the drug people because he's still been wearing necklaces. Not a priest. Anyway, go ahead. We see Locke in the hatch changing the combination to the gun safe again. And uh, intercut, we see a slightly slow-mo, all-music scene of Echo baptizing Claire and Aaron. Slow-mo yep. yeah. baptism. Locke places... Just like the end of an episode of Ally McBeal. Echo smiles. Yeah. Uh, Locke places all the statues full of heroin on a high shelf in the gun safe. Oh, a high shelf. Yeah. yeah for in the unknown, gun safe. For Why doesn't he just reasons? destroy them? Well, we don't know at this point. We don't know. Tune in next week. Yeah, tune in next week for an explanation. Right in the extreme very beginning of the episode. <laughs> of, of why the fuck you did this. Because <laughs> like, someone, cause someone noticed yeah. that is, people would be real pissed off about that. It's potentially for, like, sedating people with injuries. Don't tune in next week because you figured it out. <laughs> um, or I was thinking, like, end of life mm, pain suffering we could yeah, have about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, elsewhere, Charlie sits at a fire by himself and puts his hood back up. He glazes into the flames with a blank expression. He walks into the frame. Glazes. Like you the, definitely said glazes. Glazes. Yeah, he applies a love. thin sugary coating to the flames. <laughs> they taste better now. Uh, he looks miserable. Yeah, it's it's awful. Lost. Lost. Right. Weird, weird episode. Yeah, yeah. It's a really weird episode. That does seem like a lot of tonal whiplash. Yes. It's a really it. weird episode. Here's the thing, is during every re- rewatch of Lost that I have done, mm-hmm. I have never watched this episode again. Because I remembered at the time being like, I feel like that's really weird. Yeah. And, I, and was really off-putting when I saw it. I was really disturbed by like Charlie who had been my like favorite character all of a sudden acting so 
extremely out of character Mm -hmm. and being such an asshole, Mm -hmm. and that really upset me. So I didn't watch this episode again until this week. Holy shit! Yeah. (laughs) I really don't like the, like, Charlie heel turn. Mm-hmm. Charlie's yeah. like such a fun, goofy character, and that's we don't need any more than that. It's real, like the, his obsession with baptism doesn't make any sense. He's he's established to be very religious. Yeah, but like, but also like, I, I it, obsession he, with bat to like to the point where he thinks that it's going to save Aaron. Or I that think he it's, needs it's to not, steal a baby. I think it's just more that like he's so upset at not having anything like a family. And he also doesn't have drugs to deal with that. That, like, he was starting to have, like, oh, I have, like, a baby to take care of and a person to take care of. And now he was back to having none of those things. And he's just, it's just, like, abandonment I guess. stuff. Yeah. Um, but it still super yeah, sucks. And I hate this. I, like I hate it. I hate the Charlie turn. Mm. I hate it. Um, but we do... But we do get that amazing scene. So I didn't remember that scene at all. Whoa! And then, and then I watched it and I was like, how, how could I have possibly ever forgotten the scene? Yeah. It is spectacular. It's, a, it's really something. It's really something. <laughs> Best you scene all, lost. every butties. Butties. With a, B, with a B-U-T-T like your butt. So good. Yeah. It's just... If you watch one scene from this episode, this, <laughs> you know what? This is this is a contender. It's not no. There's a, there's a better scene, but um, if you want to watch a a fucking fantastic scene um, from Lost, just watch this one scene because it doesn't matter for anything. But you'll get a very different impression of what the show is like. <laughs> you will, <laughs> but you'll know that this is in it. And then you'll be like, wow, that show really is weird. Yeah, it goes places. <laughs> anyway. Right. Um, cool. So, uh, Phil. Yes. Do we have any emails this week? Ooh, boy. Are you prepared to fill for three to four minutes while I open the emails? Because we do, but I did not bring them up on my phone. Do we have more than one? We have one. We have precisely one. All right. Precisely one email. Yes. Time for one email. There is an email, but there is only one of them. <laughs> There's an email. A mail. An email. Oh. <laughs> a, ma- a mail. <laughs> nope. Still no. <laughs> I, I'm replacing it with a schwa. That's not Wait, how what? schwas work. Schwa. That's not how they work. The whole point of a schwa is that it's you can't put stress on it. Then it's not a schwa anymore. A mail. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> We're doing a great job at filler. Filler, baby. <laughs> at some point, I'm just kidding. So, I'm, hacking, I'm hacking the Matrix. So, we have an email. A mail from uh, Justin writes, Hello all, one question and two comments. Question, if you were on the island, how long would you last? What season would you die in? And what oh. would your pre-death flashback be? Okay, wait. So that's three questions. So I want to answer one for like the next couple episodes. So let's... Let's, because it's three questions. Oh boy! I don't know if I can answer the first question. It says, if possible, get Susanna to answer this as well. <laughs> uh. If possible. Okay. There's reasonable allowances here. All right. Um, I mean, I feel like I would but, probably but, make it as far as we've gotten so far. The diaper scene. Not longer. <laughs> um, so what? There were three questions. 
How long would like, you how long would you, what would you season, last? What season? But those two are basically one. Yeah. Okay. What would what would yeah. what would your, what would your pre-death, pre-death, flashback pre-death flashback be? Okay. Well, I think we can tackle the first one, which is when when would you die on this episode? And we'll save the other question for okay another one. Great. When we don't have any emails. Yes. Um. So, Phil, what yes. do you think? How long would you make it to? I'm, because I think, I think, it's, so it's either one of two. Okay. Either I die in the plane yeah, crash. Yeah, that's statistically yeah. the likely yeah, outcome. Yeah, odds are. <laughs> like, either I die in the plane crash, or... You live I'm, long enough to see yourself become the villain. <laughs> <laughs> to become the island. No. Yeah, I live till the, till like season five. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a very like technocrat answer yeah. that's a real like shit eating dumb thing and say <laughs> season six. Would you think you would make it to season six? I think yeah. Nice. I think I would. I I really I don't only... know what that means. You will. You will. I only really think I'd make it to season five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Huh. That raises some interesting questions. If you know what goes on in season five. <laughs> um. Two comments. Number comment number one, Rachel. I hope you're feeling better. Wait, what about the Thank second half of that question? We're gonna tackle that we're later. Do that next, oh, fine. Uh, another episode. <laughs> uh, Phil, your talk about communism a few episodes ago put me in a mood of existential dread. <laughs> I sincerely don't remember my comments. <laughs> Neither do I. It's but from, it's from the episode about about Jin, right? And capitalism. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. Capitalism is a prison. As is masculinity. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah, and by the way, if you're looking to be put into a mood of existential dread, holla at your boy. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not wrong. wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> it's not wrong. That is actually good advice. Yeah. yeah. More so than we've ever given. Uh, no, we give decent advice because we say things like don't do heroin. Yeah. <laughs> So how how also tell them? people about like how to safely uh, deal with rope? Yeah, well, training people and, and what kind of bird that is? Yeah, <laughs> if it's in Eastern North America, <laughs> which sometimes it is on lost. <laughs> anyway, well, you know the island has polar bears on it, so That's maybe true. it also has. Maybe there's a black bird and warbler. And that horse. And that horse. There are also that we know about moons. now. A short-billed dowager. That's not. What? I don't know. A dark-eyed from, junko. Is, is she from Downton Abbey or Game of no, Thrones? No, Dowager, not Dowager. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was going to end the podcast. <laughs> anyway, um, if you want to send us an email, please do. Our email address is... WatchLostOrDon't at gmail.com. If you have them, get them in, because reasons. Send them if you got them. Yeah, because uh, holiday reasons. Anyway, um, thank you for listening to our podcast, and this has been Lost in Translation. I'm Rachel Raykov. I'm Susanna Polo. I'm Phil Davis. Get lost in a state of <laughs> existential dread. 